Ty Bailey. I'm so happy that you all are joining, watching, listening, whatever you're doing. It's a new episode. I'm so happy that you all are here with me, with us. I am really, you know, I've really been happy preparing this episode leading up to it, just making sure everything is like chill because I feel like the vibe and the energy is just going to be off the wall. I'm excited to see and to hear what y'all going to talk about because I'm already knowing we're going to have some conversation. <laughs> we're going to have some <laughs> topics. Sippers, if you're looking at this right now, if you're listening, you are seeing, and hey, you're going to be hearing some melanin up on your screen. <laughs> Whatever time of day it is, this is what's up. We have Ms. Larkin Parks. Larkin, how are you? What's going on? I'm good. How's everybody? How are you? Chilling. You look comfortable over there. Just set up, posted up. On the couch. Ready? Now, now what kind of pants are these all? Because these are vibe. These are vibe for me right now. Okay. It's actually a jumpsuit. So they're like real flowy. Do what? I said, shut up. Yes, I love it. I love it. Okay. It's lit. We got Ray up here. Ray, what's going on? Hey man, nothing much, man. Just chilling. I've been kind of waiting on this because I don't I don't do too much now. So I've just been chilling on the weekend. Got some stuff to talk about. A little bit, a little bit, man, a little bit. Now, where are you at in the world right now? I am currently in Georgia. Um, so I came into the Air Force uh, 2019. So okay, okay. Last November. Nice. Yeah, I knew about the Air Force, but I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't until like a couple of days ago that I realized that you were not in this vicinity of the world. <laughs> so it makes sense. Okay, nice. And Miss Stephanie Austin down here. Hi. <laughs> Nothing much. Chilling, chilling. So excited. Happy to be here. Your, your bedroom is like immaculate. Back there. You know, <laughs> it's actually going through some things right now, but I was like, let me let me throw these pillows up real quick. Okay, so I was like, you know, how in the world is that possible? You know, my room looks a mess at all times. <laughs> On a clean day, my room look, looks a mess. Right. <laughs> You're only seeing a portion of the world. <laughs> okay, okay, this is true. <laughs> this is true, too. Sippers, wherever you are, I hope that you have a drink in your hand. If you're driving, like I say, you know, I don't, I don't, I do not endorse, nor do I recommend a drink and a drive, but if you have some water or some coffee or a spritzer, <laughs> go ahead and indulge yourself and listen to this episode. We're going to push right forward, and I want to know what my guests are sipping on. Sippers, you can scream it to the screen, to the speaker, whatever. Let me know what you're sipping on. But Steph, what you got? What's in your cup? What you sipping on? Okay, I've got a little tequila and Sprite with a hint of lime juice. That good old uh, Adectivo tequila. It's Ooh, a new okay. one for me, but I love it. Okay, how is that? <laughs> is it? Is it... It's like, so have you ever had Casamigos? I just drink alcohol. I really wouldn't even know. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. So, you know, you've got like your Jose Cuervos, you know, that's like the cheaper side, right? Jose is my bestie. 
<laughs> then when you when you graduate a little bit, you get Patron, right? Right. Okay. So after Patron, you try Casamigos. Okay. And after after Casamigos, go to the Adectivo. Now this is still the white one, the the Blanco or Blanca. I'm not really sure, but it's it's so smooth. Like you know how when you have tequila, it makes you go like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, this does okay. not do it. I call this my grown woman drink because I'm like, oh, I can actually sip this. Like, right. Yeah, it's, not, nice. it's so smooth. So smooth. I just wrote that down so I can look it up myself next time I fall into somebody's liquor store. I'm gonna have to see what's going on with that. Ray, hey, you... I can tell you where to get it in town. Oh wait, right. wait, wait. okay. Let me know okay. I'm coming over. <laughs> 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 I'm to, huh? So Ray, tell me what you sipping on. What's in your cup? Hey, great, great minds think alike. Uh, I got some Sprite lemonade with tequila, but I am drinking. Terramana, the new tequila that The Rock got out. Let me what? show y'all. This probably the last yeah. tequila that I ever drink. Like, I'll probably never change tequila. Man. Wow. Look, I'm getting suggestions. I'm getting recommendations hey. up here right hey. now. Hey. Fire. Fire. Well, I may, I may have to make a trip after this episode. Right. <laughs> I'm eager to see what these are tasting like. Yeah. They look distilled as fuck. No, hey. that's 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 the worry part of this situation. Well, we'll see how that hits you as we hit how it hits you both both of you as this this show. <laughs> and Larkin, what you sipping on? What you got in your cup? I'm real basic, but I got some Grey Goose. I got okay. a little personal when it first like quarantine first started. I was like, let me just get some personals uh, with some like strawberry lemonade juice stuff. So okay, something simple. Nice. Some simple, but hey, if it's some simple that get make you feel a little bit wavy, that's, that's all right. that matters, you know. And then of course, beyond my my growing wall of fame, I love that. For every episode, I say every time I finish a bottle, it's going to go up here. This bar is just going to continue to grow until I have to like build. I don't know something else. <laughs> but I got me some chill New Amsterdam. Really, the only way that you can drink things nowadays at our age, you know, chill it for a little bit, put it in a cup. Yeah. Like, um, and then, you know, <laughs> some minute made. I'm with it. I'm with Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like this much minute made. I drop of it because, you know, I'm be, every week when I get to sit down with people that maybe I don't know or people that I haven't connected with in years or a long time. I'm always looking forward to sitting down, having a drink, and just virtually talking, even though it's not like face to face. I look forward to this every week. Like it's it's fun for me. It really is. So I'm so happy that y'all are here. We are going to raise our glasses right now, sippers, wherever you are, raise your bottles, your mugs, or glasses, whatever you may have. I'm going to say, let's chat, let's sip. Welcome to the Millennial Sip. Cheers. Cheers. I'm good. <laughs> And I'm going to add a bit more um, vodka for good That's minutes. what I'm saying. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Larkin, girl, more power to you with that Grey Goose. I can do it. Right? <laughs> I, I can do some Grey Goose in a problem. No problem. <laughs> I had it one time, and that was it. I was like, oh, uh-uh. No. It's, it's Gasoline. No. <laughs> really? Have you had absinthe? No. 
think the so. only vodka that I've ever had that I just oh vodka is not even a vodka. Oh, what is it? It's like it's an old like it's you can rarely find it in the USA. Now you go abroad and everywhere you can find this stuff, but it's like a a psychedelic type of drink. You drink enough. And you like the first time I had it, I was in this. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> took the shot and I just was like, you know, doing okay. I was I was on a whole nother you, level. You don't have to send me exactly what that's called. So I'll send you two because they have the one that's 70% and then they have one that's 90%, right? And the 90% oh. is red, literally like lucifer in a bottle red <laughs> and you know they, they call red bulls give you wings but that shit gives you dragon power because dragon. <laughs> it's, it's like you drinking and you snorting through your nose real quick but it's good i, I could take like 10 shots of that and be lit no problem it's probably bad it's like 90 proof 90%. it's 90 proof it's not but you pace yourself pace yourself it's okay. gonna burn you. It'll burn you, but you pace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it looked like, and I'm scared already. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send y'all some absinthe. I've been trying to get so many people on absinthe. Absinthe, y'all should just smack me with some money and just let me be on a billboard somewhere because I'm trying to promote yes, for y'all in the right? U.S. Yeah. These Americans not trying to deal with no psychedelics like that. And it's legal. Is it really psychedelics? Like, well, it's not in America. They are so afraid of it because of the high quality of con uh, uh, alcohol content that is in it. You know, even though we have shit that is probably a little bit more lit than that. You know, but yeah. it's just one of those things where the history uh, behind it, the reputation, kind of precedes itself. So when people hear about it, it's kind of like. Yeah. That'll start a whole new prohibition era, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Sippers, we're going to push right forward into the show. The first segment is FOMO, fear of missing out. Remember, FOMO is just like hot topics in pop culture, and there's so much going on. It's like lists of people that can always be dredged up every week just to, to talk about who was one on this world, you know? And so I've randomly selected who is going to go first. And I'm going to start. Stephanie, what is your okay. FOMO? Okay, okay. So my FOMO topic is NeNe Leaks is leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like, it's almost bittersweet for me because I feel like these past few seasons, She's been doing a little much. Like, she's doing a bit much. She's become a meme. She's become a gift. <laughs> and it's almost like every scene that she's in, she's just trying to create the new meme, create the new gift. And so I feel like it was a bit much. But at the same time, like, Nene gave us so many gems with Real Housewives. It's like, is it, is it really coming to an end? And then, you know... I don't know how many of y'all follow B. Scott, but I'm I'm a I'm a love muffin till the mm -hmm. day I die. But he has been saying for a while now that she got fired, and I just really wonder, well, she allegedly was fired from Real Housewives. I just now, wonder how true it is. I figured this is going to be a topic, so in preparation for this, I already follow a lot of like I follow Andy Cohen on social media already, and so I'm like always like trying to predict what's going on, right? 
Um, I don't know because he said that it was. She said it was an emotional, um, like a, a, a discussion, you know, negotiation mm -hmm. as to why she should go back. You know, it, it sucks that Nene is uh, leaving the show because you know she did pioneer that the genre of black women being able to sit down without throwing bows every five seconds and you know mm -hmm. being able you know affluent black women she did pioneer that genre but is it is it the end is it ever the end for reality television stars yeah she was the pioneer of black women on reality tv period you know like of being the higher caliber black woman and then southern at that you know she just she did so much like i know at least once or twice a week, I'm saying something that Lanethia Leake said. <laughs> the door is closed. <laughs> when I walk into work, I'm like, ooh, the ghetto. What's that the ghetto. The ghetto. Oh, ghetto. She said, a white refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but of course, know, everybody's like, and I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said what I, well, what you said was some bullshit. Well, you know, with that, I was talking to Lindsay Wood. Shout out to L Dub. She was on an episode with Norma and Hayden earlier on um, when I first kicked it off. But, you know, I had posted about it, I think, on the Millennial Sip and on my uh, personal page. You know, I'm trying to stay up to date with everything that's going on in pop culture. You know, I, I was out of the loop for about three and a half years, so I'm coming back full force trying to figure out what's going <laughs> on. And, you know, it just comes down to people say, oh, Nene's going to exit the show. The show is going to fall. Nene left the show before the show didn't fall. And you got to realize you got Candy Burris. Like, Candy Queen Burris. What what she say? Real ATL. Like, that's real ATL right there. Like, uh -huh. real ATL is going to stand up for real ATL, period. And you see that with, um, uh, shit, Tiny NTI. How many mm -hmm. spinoffs that I've had now? Now, so, now Tanya, it, it was Tiny and Toya, now it's Tiny and T.I. Then, Tacana then got the family and friends. Of course, Tacana. I can't Tacana remember. Tacana, <laughs> love, and hip-hop now. It's just like real ATL is going back, real ATL. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people need to get out. I feel like that's a part of cancel culture. Nene Lee's canceled. I don't know. Yeah, why can you not big on Housewives? Not really, but I, yeah, I hear like the, I see the memes. I hear like you know what's going on and stuff. But I don't know much about it. You know, I just think um, for a black ensemble for a women to that show right there, that franchise, that entity of Atlanta has shattered records every time, ratings every season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From beginning to end, every time it hits, it lets you know, you know, like, y'all not really against black people and melanin like you really think you are. Right. Y'all want to let it be. Or y'all love to watch. Y'all love to watch. Y'all <laughs> love, love to watch. It, you know, so that's what it is. And Nene, she said we'll see her real soon. I don't really know where because a couple of shows she's been on in the past have been canceled. So we have to see about her. <laughs> But <laughs> we'll check you out. We'll check you out. We'll check you out. Anybody else have anything they want to add on Lanethia? Y'all know, know I'm not, I don't, you know, housewives is not my thing. Yeah. And you said caught me though, because you uh people are quick, especially in the black culture, they're quick to counsel somebody. But the sure. thing about that show though, because I know that because since 2014, I've been like, why y'all watching that? But it's like they, they just reload. Like, it's, it's no counsel. Like, somebody lead a show. Like you said, Atlanta going to support Atlanta. 
But <laughs> what we got to see is, like, that's that's what we need to be on. Like, this this cast of this show, they just reload every time. Like you said, ratings going higher and higher, breaking records. Like, it's kind of like, even if you don't like the show, you got to respect it. But, and people got to realize, these women, what, Nene was on the show 14, 15 years? Like, mm-hmm. you got to realize these women get older. It's time for some fresh meat to come up in there. Right. We need some younger women. Yeah. And we, we need people that are, we, I want to see some black women representing our generation. You know, I want to see some affluent black yeah. women representing our generation. They, make, they, they got their own coin to get on this show. They don't need a man to put they, them on this show. There are women out there like that in Atlanta, you know? So people got to get out of the, the celebrity. That's the issue. Atlanta mm-hmm. is too much of a celebrity. They don't know how to detach themselves, but you got to realize it's reality. And I want to see some more black people on television, new, fresh faces. Yes, new and fresh. Zippers, you got to let us know what you think about Nene Leaks. I know a lot of y'all are not liking it. I've been seeing y'all comments and stuff on uh, social media. You know, I had a couple of people inbox me about, well, Phaedra should come back. And I'm just like, well, (laughs) You want somebody that's gonna ruin your whole reputation in front of millions of people, then Phaedra is your best. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, views will go up. They'll yeah. watch. Hey, they will watch. I know I would. They <laughs> they like come back. Views will go, right? <laughs> Zippers, <laughs> let us know what you think. Nene, season 13. Leaving for good or just leaving for a season because they don't want to give her $2 million. What's up, okay? Mm. Pushing right forward in the pop culture train. I need to know what's up, Ray. What's going on on your end with Homo? So, hey, of course, I've been, like you said, you was out of the loop for, you know, three and a half years. I've been out of the loop for like a year with this military thing going on. Hmm. But social media saved me. Um, something that I've been following, weirdly, is Lil Baby. And not his music. Um, his child's mother, they've been going back and forth on social media about his son and so recently uh she allegedly filed for child support and what got me the reason that i felt the need to bring this up is because because in his words he said you know i'm already paying for all the you know everything for him all the expenses and so he actually instead of just kind of like saying oh whatever i pay child support he actually filed for primary custody you know of his son so I feel like, man, is that kind of like a, would, would he be like that kind of turning point of our generation in terms of, you know, single fathers trying to do that more good than bad thing, or maybe trying to step up, you know, and, and do more for their ch- their children? Because all too many times we see it, we know, we like, we see it. It's that social media dad that, hey, oh, snap it up with my son, but I ain't seen him in God knows when. And then on the other side, you have that social media mother that just, you know, oh, he's not with me, so I'm going to bash him. So I, I felt like that was that was a good topic to bring up. And it's like, man, we kind of get a semi-front row view of, of what's going on as a celebrity parent. Mm. Little baby. What, what is his music? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, uh, is he the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or is that, no, 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 no. I mean, he got uh, just recently. He's been doing songs with Lil Do uh, Forty Two Doug and all that. Yeah, he's really I'm new. Listen, a little baby. After I uh, finish this episode, because I don't know who I've heard of, dude. I've seen <laughs> dude, I don't know his music. Hey, okay, Cameron. He's the one. 
He's the one that they like compare his face with the Kerry Washington face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, I guess I've been asleep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that is. Without the uh, the Black Lives Matter song, and like it just like took off. It, it it took over right right during the riots and protests and all that stuff. Like what that. was that? Like you got like, you you got come man. Hey, I'm gonna need you to subscribe to our Apple Music right. and get these. <laughs> Man, I've been lost. You know, I'm, I think like the chorus of that song is "It's bigger than black and white." Yeah. Something, something, num, num, num. But is he is he an independent artist? No, no, no. Like he he came in independent, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to say he he might he may he may still be independent. Okay. That's what so, I'm thinking. Still be independent. To do you like so i guess the question yeah he, he would quality quality control musically okay so i guess the question is is like are you trying to say can he be like the the uh, good representation or model yeah well i guess since seeing you know that the two other guests are women and one of them are parent what do, what do you feel like do you do you think that that is something that fathers should pursue because a lot of times guys just kind of take the back seat, even if they are doing for a child, you know, the, a lot of guys will say, Oh, well, the system isn't in my favor and things like that. So they'll just settle for the child support. I feel like it took a bold individual to kind of step in and say, you know what, I'm gonna file for primary custody instead of child support. So <laughs> honestly, uh, well, I can't, well, he has money, right? <laughs> he, he's got lots of money. Yes, ma'am. And we don't know, you know, what his relationship is with his baby mama. We don't know all the difficulties they've had or things that she went through. But I think him find, like wanting primary custody is a power trip. I'm sorry. That's, that's how I see it. Because yeah. he's, an, he's an artist, right? He travels. He has to go. He has to do. His girlfriend, she's a social media influencer. She goes. She does. So is taking that baby away from his mother, who is, you know, being his main support system, his primary caregiver. She's been, you know, that's, that's his mama. So is taking that baby away from his mama to possibly a nanny or a little baby's mama, is that in the best interest of the child? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I really think that him falling for primary custody is a power trip. That's just, that's How just old I is think. he? Is he? He's young, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he got he's probably our age. Yeah. No, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, little baby or the baby? <laughs> Both. Both. His son, what y'all seeing? maybe about five or six at the most. Like, he's he's wow. a, a young child. Uh, but I'm pretty sure little baby is in his 20s, like a, like we are. So, no, no, it's different, though. I respect the power. I, I respect you saying, you know, it could, because, you, like you said, we don't know everything. But it could be that kind of like, okay, I'm famous. Let me prove a point. But at the same time, that's what comes in as in, like, somebody's outside opinion when a man does something like this because it's so rough, 
So most people are kind of like, you know, they kind of flip off and they're like, oh, well, he got to be doing it for this or that. But, you know, we don't know, but he could be doing it for, you know, okay, well, I, I want my son. But like you said, even though you want those things, the life that you live, you know, the career that you have may not be the best move for your mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, from what I saw in the headlines, and I could be wrong, but from what I remember was, you know, he said, well, I take care of him anyway. And the way I interpreted it was he does most of the financial stuff anyway. Like maybe he pays her mortgage, he pays her car right. note and all that stuff anyway. But just because you financially take care of everything doesn't mean that you are actually taking care <laughs> you know, and him being the star that he is, having the wealth that he has, wouldn't you want your children to live the same way? Yeah, what's that? That's just, you know, that's just what I think, you know, or at least somewhere near close to it. You know, I saw also that they had like a riff about, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was little baby. Um, it was like a certain school that the baby was going to or something and he didn't like it. So he wasn't paying the tuition or something. Yeah, I think I remember saying something about that. And to me, it's like, come on now. It's, it's, since y'all want him in private school, (laughs) just pay it. It doesn't matter. Like you're not there. You're not the one doing homework with him. Plus it's kindergarten. I don't see why private school is necessary for kindergarten. But still like, I don't know. It's just been so much little nitpicky stuff. That's like, why are you doing this? Okay. Well, looks like Stephanie has definitely been keeping up with what is going on. Cause definitely. I, listen, I, I'm in the right. audience right now. <laughs> I, I think I just got this because I'm a parent. <laughs> right. Like Stephanie, I understand because you do see that a lot, you know, wealthy parents, um, they will hire nannies and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have time for his child, but I'm like, you know, I'd rather them have their mom. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to be biased or whatever, but I I really feel like that that's necessary, especially at that age, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. Well, if no one, does anybody else have anything they want to add? We, we, I I can already tell, we could talk all day. I can, I can. (laughs) We can definitely talk all day, and, and I'm definitely going to open up this whole segment on the Instagram page, and I want to know what people think, what y'all thinking, because I know that this could even spark conversation in relationships that should should have been over two years ago. Like, mm-hmm. Let's see. You know? Because now Steph said power trip, and then Larkin came right on in, <laughs> as brief as she could be, and said, that baby needs to be with his mother. Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's just me. Hey, the I'm baby just... needs his mama. Hey, it's, it's what you're going to get. But, hey, I'm just throwing this out there. One, if, if you know, he's doing it for a good reason. If he's doing he's working from the downhill side. That's, that's, just, that's just honest. You got to show sure, it. Sure. Because a woman, she has the child, you know? And in, in no, she may not be perfect, but she birthed that child. She can't leave, you know. Nine times out of ten, that, that mom is right there. No matter how good or bad she is, she can't leave. So for, for a male, you know, you're, you're working from that downhill side. And then the second thing is 
social media plays such a big part in celebrity lives nowadays. It's ridiculous to where it's ridiculous. Like you can't you can't just simply have a conversation and say, okay, well, I'm gonna give you custody or I'm gonna do it. No, shade room gotta get it. You know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, your accounts. You got to come out <laughs> and he was asked. Like, all, all this stuff. So, you know, yeah. hopefully he doing it for the right reasons. But, you know, of course, you got to think of the other side. Like you said, it could be a power trip. We're your PR team. Slap <laughs> some sis right. on these mahuckas and tell them to shut up or you're going to sue them. Y'all, y'all letting them get out of hand. Your uh -huh. should have had paperwork on their desk the first time you when you signed your name on that dotted line for that two million dollar contract. That's the same day a cease and desist should have been served. Y'all, y'all do all this same shit. Is that? <laughs> Listen, yeah. don't don't let me fall into a lot of thousands and some money. But <laughs> anybody who speaks NDA like, here, NDA lessons. there, Everybody, even, right. even my grandma, even my grandma getting one. In, <laughs> Shit, I'm a granny here, baby. She <laughs> will, baby, but here, you need to sign this NDA. Don't say a damn thing. <laughs> you know, because this money taking care of you, too, and that's what you don't realize is that you being destructive, but you you being destructive to the person where your, prim your primary finance is coming from, Mama Cita. What's up? It's, yep. you know, it's both sides of this. It's hashtag it child support. I'm fixing a hashtag that. Hashtag that's right. <laughs> Support because you finna get started. You about to get some started. <laughs> Hashtag child. Hey, that's what I'm here for. I'm telling people I need to get some started. I need to shake the table a little bit. Like like Carly, like Carly did when K Michelle shake the table. to shake the table. What'd she say? She said, Don't you don't you <laughs> Oh, you shaking the table. <laughs> K Michelle picked up that neck. She said, Don't you ever, don't you ever. But listen, Larkin, what's your FOMO topic? Let's talk about uh, Miss Cardi B and Offset. Woo! Yes, ma'am. And their um, alleged divorce. So I've never really been a fan of them. I feel like. Um, like you said earlier, Kim, it's long overdue. Um, I feel like he's embarrassing. And she actually hopped on live. I don't know if y'all caught it, Instagram live last night, clearing some stuff up. She, you know, she was like, um, I'm tired of arguing. And people were like, oh, well, he has a baby on the way. She confirmed that. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. I know. And that's one thing I love about Cardi and Meg because they will go on live in a hot second and tell us how it is, you know? Huh? Now, this is not a legend, right? <laughs> this live last night, it, the whole screen was pitch black. It was, she was going in. Offset yep. has a baby on the way. No, that that's what the people were saying, but she confirmed oh. that that's not true. Oh, yep. okay. I'm going to say that nigga right, love. See? That nigga <laughs> love. So, yeah, um, like I said, I've never been a fan of them. And, you know, a lot of people, when it first hit, oh, it's a publicity stunt. She has an album coming out. She was like, y'all, I have the number one song out right now. She said, I'm just focusing on that. Um, but she didn't, like, talk bad about Offset or anything. But she said, you know, there's really no point of staying around. Um, and I know how that arguing thing goes. Like, nobody wants to stay around for that. 
and then she talked about how her and him they still have like contact and stuff because they want to have culture have businesses so i thought that was really interesting that she said that um so i don't think there's any bad blood but i mean the whole divorce thing she, i mean they've only been together for four years so what do y'all think about that i don't know did if cardi get a ring did she get a ring i think she did yeah okay now second <laughs> Cause I heard she didn't. Now that's alleged, people. Mm -hmm. Now, second, I had to turn my face up when you said that she said that they are co-parenting because they want culture to have businesses. Now, <laughs> although that is a beautiful thing, you need to be co-parenting for the fucking sanity of your child, not because of a check or a coin. And then, furthermore, Offset has what? At least three other children, right? You know, and it's y'all be cheating on some bad ass women. Like, what is going on in this world? Couldn't tell you. like Cardi. I would never the shit that Cardi be saying. The shit that I would never could never think. No, it's it's from the lowest level to the highest, like the lowest to the highest. But one thing, one thing I will say. And I know it's a few few homies, few guys out there that are gonna be like, man, why you say that? But you should have known something was wrong when this man, when his proposal was, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't no, will you marry me? <laughs> he he yeah. say literally, yeah, 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 yeah. And people romanticize that. They romanticize oh the whole good love story. I I can't. When he apologized, when she was doing a performance he comes out with flowers and just embarrassing yeah, like that but i can't i can't i can't that made me so mad when this was her very like her very first time headlining somewhere uh -huh. headlining rolling loud and i think i want to say that maybe she was the first first woman to be a headliner at rolling loud and he came out and he took that spotlight away from her yeah like, bullshit. Now, <laughs> funky flowers. Funky flowers. Cardi B is 26 or 27, so she's literally in our age range. Yes. Um, and, you know, you got to do what you got to do. This isn't the first time when she was pregnant with culture, when she released Be Careful. This, And you remember when Be Careful dropped, she went on Saturday Night Live, and it was this whole emotional thing because at that uh -huh. point, she was going through, now this is a, allegedly, even though I read it, so I know it's true, but allegedly, you know, <laughs> she was going through some stuff with her record label and being pregnant. She was full, almost full term at this time when she dropped those singles when Cardi was like really hot back to back, you know, dropping right. each other. And he cheated on her then. So it's like, it's not the first time. And you, we, we also don't know how many times in between it happened. This could be the second time publicly she's coming Right. But it's just like, and that's know, two times too many. Two times too many. You out here giving you mad clout. She mentioning you in her music. You know, and I hate when they do that. I hate when these artists mention mother, temporary motherfuckers in y'all music. Because right. although it's a beautiful journey of what y'all going through at the moment, like, but why, you know? You better call that man Bob. <laughs> okay. Don't say his name. That's this just like sure. a tattoo. Sure. You know, <laughs> yes. oh, hey, 
I'm glad you just did that. I am so glad you just did that because that's what we don't have nowadays. Whether not even just famous people, but when the last time you can think of somebody, and I'm pretty sure we all know a friend, somebody that girl, you need to leave him. Or boy, you need to leave her alone. She doing this, she doing that, but you don't you never have that confrontation. I'm with you, Larkin. I'm taking that. Right. Hey, let me just tell you, Barbara, let me just tell you. You don't have that. On this tip, you know, with them being famous, it's like for one, our publicity turns out to be good publicity in this day and time because people love drunk. But at the same time, it's like, you got to know when to separate that line and say, okay, these are fans. They don't mean nothing in, in my life. Because, like, you did. You you accepted this man. You got married to this man. Now, of course, hey, it could have all been a famous person, celebrity, sham. They never even got married. They just say they will. It could be anything. But going off face value, what we know, it's like, man, you you married this guy knowing what what he what he had done or what he would do. And vice versa, you know, it's, and so it's like, then you come out and you say that you filed for divorce and then it brings the whole world, you know, the whole little world around and you got people talking, oh, well, of course they're going to make it a meme. Oh, she didn't, she don't cook, she don't clean. Or, you know, he yeah, and, 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 and that like, right there, and I'm like, that shit that has been so annoying. Song, right? I've seen shit like, <laughs> I, apparently, uh, WAP doesn't keep a man. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the, the, the best one. Oh, well, Jada did this, but yes, it's like yes. it's like. But those people, Car Cardi B has seventy five point seven million followers on Instagram alone. Seventy five. Mm -hmm. Cardi B is not no domestic celebrity. She's an international right. celebrity. She is, and that's she why is. that's why she's breaking records like that. Y'all can hate yeah. on this woman all y'all want to hate on her, but you can't hate on her pocketbook. I'm, hey. I, I hey. love Cardi B. I like I, last week I said I've been rocking with Cardi before all this. When Cardi yes. had picking right. up at the top, I've been rocking with Cardi. Shit, that's volume one and two, honey. She's she's something else. I don't like that though. I don't like that whole thing of um, you know, because then you know, obviously, if a, if a woman turns it around on some men, they got some lame ass, you know, then it's gonna be an uproar. You talking about my shit, you know, like, but it's just like, right? Cardi's genitalia and her marriage ain't got nothing to do with each other. That mm -hmm. that that one third of the Migos is just. You want to fall into everything that you come across, and that's fine. But don't be married. Like, don't right. be married. Don't make no right. commitment. And you, like, my thing is, as the man, you ask her. Exactly. If you're gonna be the man, be like, the man. Like, be what, the man. What, Handle your family. You know. I will Larkin, come on, Larkin. I, I, I'm just saying. Like, hey, you not like, like, like it ain't like nobody told you. Hey, you need to marry her. Right. Like you felt whether it was love, whether it was I messed up, let me fix this, no matter what, what it what it was, you took yourself, not not in the private, to a concert. You got on stage. Asked this woman to marry you and kept doing what you were doing. Let Before me see you. the type of women that you cheating on Cardi B with. I need to see. We already know what they're hey, like. Hey, we look, know. Before, before we start, before we start shaming him, 
too too bad because I, I I want you to. You need it, but I'm gonna just say the hey, hashtag hey, black men don't cheat still lives on because he's amigo, so he got to be kind of messy. Man, go get you some water. <laughs> hey, I just got hey, water. Hey, look, water started, is my jam. I ain't gonna stop messing with the hey, now. Hey, I saw that post. It just made me laugh. But no, in all in all <laughs> in all seriousness, man, in all seriousness, it comes a time in life where you just gotta grow up. You gotta grow yeah. up. You just gotta say, "Oh, I'm a man. I'm a woman. It's time for me to do right." And mm -hmm. I feel like I, I feel like he just he did it as a bailout. Oh, I'm trying to get her back. I messed up. Let me let me go on and marry. I mean, I don't know what it is for y'all, and I have, I, but I have not. Also, I have not been married or in a long ass relationship like that. But I feel like for me, when I'm in a relationship with somebody, I don't, hey, don't nobody else look good to me. But yo ass, you walk in every day and be like, damn, he fine as fuck. You know, that's the type of shit. If if Cardi B walked by in a moo moo past me, I would just be like, God. And the thing about Cardi is that she's a hustler. So for her to like end it, in my eyes, I feel like it would have took a lot because, you know, when she right. was stripping, she was, shake, you know, shaking her ass for dollars trying to, you know, make a way. So she did her music thing. She was the Instagram, you know, goofball, whatever. So she's hustling, still hustling. So the fact that he would mess that up with a hustler like that, that speaks volumes on his character. We're about to push forward into adulting. I love FOMO, but I fucks with an asterisk with adulting uh, because, you know, like it's conversation for real and it's stuff that we're going through as millennials, you know, and, and right now just melanin millennials as fuck. It's stuff that we're going through right now in this world, you know, and we looking at it and we want to talk about it and we want to give our thoughts to you all as well. So moving right into adulting, Right. You've been nodding. What's the adulting topic? Hey, y'all know I love to talk. But my topic for that is this payroll tax deduction. <laughs> so if y'all know or if y'all don't know, right now, uh, Social Security taxes are deferred. So you may be getting anywhere from 25, 30, 40 to, you know, depending on how much you make, could be upwards towards 500 bucks of your paycheck giving to you that was once taken away. So that sounds good. It's like, okay, COVID. So I need that extra money. So in, in, in my case, I'm military, so I can't opt out. So mm -hmm. you know, civilians, you can opt out of that and choose for them to keep taking that tax. Yeah, I opted all the way out of that. Yeah, but smart man. But oh. the reason I brought that in, the reason I brought that in is because our counterparts and it may be some of y'all watching right now. We don't know that whole savings thing. So I'm going to look at like, oh, man, they giving me an extra $160 in my check. I'm finna ball out. <laughs> but Ray, but, who you talking about? Who you talking about? Hey, I'm just talking about my counterparts. Like, like your my counterparts? counterparts. White men? No, this whole <laughs> African-American community. <laughs> I can count on my hands the friends that I have that their parents actually taught them about, you know, saving, money management, et cetera, you know? So what we don't understand with this payroll tax is, hey, this man, this, you know what, I got you. 
But but what people what a lot of people don't know with this deferment is I think come January they're gonna take the regular taxes plus what they gave. So it has to be an account of that. So say just for example, you know, I'm in the military, so I get paid the same thing, person 15. So say they take hundred dollars for social security right now i'm getting that hundred dollars on the first and 15 but come january they're going to take that hundred dollars normal plus the hundred dollars that they gave me so if i don't save this money i'm going to be out of two hundred dollars of my regular check mm. but a lot of people they looking at it as right now oh i got an extra hundred dollars so mm. what y'all think who, who which 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 administration made this up? Okay, so um, I don't quote me on this because I may be wrong, but the president put out this deferment. Now, is this the same president who happens to be the president of the United States of America? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Um, so, well, in, in my opinion, <laughs> you, know, you, didn't get, you didn't get that second stimulus check. You know, so we well, get an extra hundred dollars. I'm gonna let you get that little extra. I can't with the stimulus. Stop <laughs> it! But I brought that forward to you because you know it's a lot of people here, a lot of people watching, a lot of people we know that struggle with that money management, that saving. I only got five dollars in my bank account, but I booked that trip. You know, that's me. <laughs> that's me. They need so. What are, you, what are you doing? You saving? You using? Like, how do, how do you balance? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the question that, those are the questions that need to be answered. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people aren't even knowledgeable on that topic. And like, mm -hmm. how are we going to let the people know? Because this is, this is some behind the scenes stuff that people are ignorant to, you know? So I feel like that's going to be very interesting. Just and see, I know I had heard about it. But I didn't know, like, what month it was happening, when it was right. happening. And I didn't know there was something that you could opt out of. I had no idea. <laughs> but I think, too, that's also a way of, like, you're, if you work for, like, I work for, I work for a company. I think that's a way of the company not informing you of sure. X, Y, Z is going to happen on your check. This is, these are your options. So, I mean, it's almost like it could just be helping out big corporations. Or they don't have to pay that tax right now. They can right. pay it later. Listen, mm -hmm. you take that minimum wage worker, that person that's maybe at that, you know, Sonic or back home, Hart Hanks or freaking FedEx, any anything like that. And they like, dang, you know, my check went up. There's no thought because mm -hmm. we're not watching the news. We're not mm -hmm. looking at the president said this or that. So they're like, man. And then the more you make, the more you get right now. Yeah. So it's like, dang, I put, I'm thinking like, hey, I must have worked good. I got an extra X amount of dollars on my check. But then it's a problem come the first of the year. And then all these parents, right, say that 200 250 comes, it's the perfect time for Christmas, Thanksgiving. So they're using that money. And then come January, it's like, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Social Security took $500 out of a $900 check? 
Listen, if y'all got Birkins that y'all plan on getting for Christmas, y'all may hey. want to put those on for right now. So, the problem with this tax deferment, like we said, was am I going to be knowledgeable on the situation enough to know, okay, let me just go ahead and put this money to the side and get my normal check or am I going to be out of the loop? Like majority of people are because they don't watch the news. They don't keep up with anything about politics and president, anything like that. And Hey, I got extra money. I must've worked good and they spend it. Then they're in the hole come January. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what we facing. Like, yeah, because me, like, I'm salary. So if I see this automatic increase, like, oh, somebody oh. messed up. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I ain't saying nothing. Somebody that right. messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's sad that, like, a lot of people, like, they just don't know about yeah. it. Like, why isn't this on the news? Why isn't this a right. big topic in social media? Like, why don't people know? Because everything about that is the way that this is this administration has been ran through a pandemic has been almost as if our president of the USA is a part of the Secret Service, and that is what it's seeming, y'all. It's been so top secret about everything that they have been pushing, and so then that's why I just bring him back to my point. Like, who is this really benefiting? Who is this benefiting? Right. Mm -hmm. we, we are a first world nation. How are third world countries able to have their people not work and pay them monthly with no issues? But how is it that America can't even afford to give a second $1,200 check? That, yeah. For as long as I can remember, I'm talking probably Head Start Kindergarten. It was always <laughs> the land of the free. Home of the brave. People mm -hmm. come from all over the world to get the American dream. Mm -hmm. And and we we get like 16, 17, and we like, shit, I'm still waiting on that dream. The right. only land of the free, hey, the home of the brave. We've been here. Know, We've uh, been here. Like, the, the only land yeah. of the free and home of the brave I know of is in Jerusalem. Hey. I don't know it to be in Hey, <laughs> tell them something. Because, because man, but, and sometimes you just got to lean. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, whoa, whoa, excuse me. You know, it's just like, you can give us $1,200, but you got other countries who are giving the equivalent to the American currency of 1200 and more just to make That's sure that not Canada for sure, flow, but their society. And see, this is what it is, America, society. Another, another dagger for you, though, another dagger for you. <laughs> A lot of the people they got that twelve hundred put themselves in more debt because they blew that twelve hundred. So when now, I went to Walmart, people was buying hey, huge big screen TVs. It was acting while I was like, "What?" Really? Is that? It was insane, insane. I, like hey. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. You give a man with no money some pocket change, and he gonna go crazy. But can mm -hmm. we opt now? Okay, now if we want to, if we want to swim on this end of the pool, hey, then I'm gonna throw a floaty that motherfucker's gonna drown in. But <laughs> you know, is this something that you know? Is it? You know, we think about our, our Caucasian counterparts. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, now we can think about our black counterpart. Our, our, you know, our counterparts is black people, our community, right? But let's even go deeper and say, is this an issue of just POC in general by being in a world like this? Maybe we have immigrants that come over. You get that, that little taste of coin. You've been waiting on this. There's something that you've always wanted. You're going to run to the store and you're going to rush and get that. So can we really blame? I mean, yeah, That's true. on education, you know, no knowledge. But can we really fault these people, you know? That's true. I still, I still, I still, I still, well, I say you can't, uh, the, the POCs, you can't fault them. Because if you think about it, my great grandpa went through this. My grandpa went through this. My dad went through this. And now I'm just now here. I'm the first generation to be like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is wrong. Because like, People don't realize our generation, we're the first ones to like stand up in terms of the mental. Yeah. And to question everything. everything. Like, hey, man. Hey, hold, hold on, big dog. Hey, man. Say, man. Look, look, look. <laughs> hey, let me, let me tell you something, G. What you doing? And that's why, if you notice, hey, and, and it's crazy because I was sitting there, I was like, man, everybody born in 1995 turned 25 this year. And oh, okay. Everybody born and say, you know, 94, you know, they turn to 20, but we at that <laughs> pinnacle, we at that halfway mark. We at that halfway mark. 26, I'm four years and 30. Look, but listen, you got that 25 through 30 age group, and we wreaking havoc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we wreaking mm-hmm. havoc on people because we sitting there and we like, hey, hold on. That, that ain't right. Like, that generation, man, they're not ready for, they were not ready for the millennial, millennial generation. Now, exactly. Generation Z, y'all need to understand who came before. They y'all. are hell. Gen Z baby. isn't playing. Yeah, Gen, see, Z, Gen Z is on a whole other level, right? Because we still grew up in old. We still came right. about old days. You know, Gen Z is in this new type of wave of, oh my yes. God, Karen's being such a fucking cunt. I'm <laughs> Uh-huh. Police. Gen Z is completely different. Like they question everything, but they also they don't care. They must spirit no. animals. You they know, don't I gotta care. worry about jobs and futures. You know, I gotta worry about yes. like millennials, we're gonna think it out. I think well, we're, gonna, we're gonna think it out just a little bit. As much as I cuss, but you know But see the <laughs> what where where we're at a disadvantage is most people have to think, okay. How can I get to point from point A to point B? How can I be successful? With us, we got to think about how can I fix what happened before me that didn't even include me and then swing over to how can I be successful? So we're running every day, dang near backwards. Like we're like, we're running like, okay, I want, I want a nice family. You know, I want a career making, you know, hey, if I could get $90,000, I'll be straight. But then it's like, wait, wait, uh, oppression. Wait, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta go three times as hard for this interview, even though I got two degrees. But, you know, homie Seth over there, his dad know the, know the manager. So exactly. mm-hmm. I got to play for this. So it all, it all wraps around to, like, how can I put myself in that, the best position to win? Whether and in your shit, period. 
Hey, if you if, if you're gonna be vocal, be vocal. You know, and that's one thing that I've learned creating this platform is that there's not anything that I can ever take back that I have said that has been recorded. I'm gonna stand in everything that I say. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you love it, then I'm right there with you. But that's what people need to realize, and that's what people need to realize about our generation. We're not we're not shaking shaking stuff up because we want we want riots, we want protests. We're shaking stuff up because it's time for a change. It's time for a group of people to come together and be like, uh-uh. It's time for a community to come together and be like, nah, this is long overdue. This this might be deep. This might this might go over a lot of people's heads, but I heard this man tell me this old oh, man. I know he got to be. 65 and he was at the gas station. I was getting gas. And oh this, man, 65. Listen, listen, he he talking gibberish. Like most people, are like, man, what you know, what's wrong with? And he came up to me, he said, Hey man, let me tell you something. I'm like, I'm you know, and I'm country, I'm from Stamps, Arkansas. Like, I'm listening to this old man. I'm like, hey, what, what is it, old school? He say, he said, Man, the world gonna change the day the black people come together. The day they realize how powerful they are, the world gonna change. And I feel like we're not there yet, but that's that tilt in the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like we starting, like you said, we starting to question things. We starting to like, hey, hold on, man. Hey, I ain't my grandma. Don't get it twisted, bro. Like, I need to know. So then, you know, it, I ain't none of Otis. That's it. Like, bro, I know how a gun work. I ain't scared of you. Like, I know how but these things work. Like beyond that, we know how articulation works. That's we it. know how to read you beyond compare without having to cuss you out or tear you down your mm -hmm. character. Mm -hmm. And that's what they hate. That's what they hate an eloquent Nick. They hate an eloquent Say it, bro. Say it. They hate an eloquent nigga. They hate it. <laughs> hey, Larkin can't. Hey, me and Larkin both went to Henderson, and she can contest for this. Uh -huh. Hey, I'm going to tell you like this. School went fine until they let a black man win debate competition, become a national debater, become the face of the newspaper, all of that. And I don't do that to brag, but when you get into that position, hey, on the billboard, it's like, okay. But then you get those looks, you get those eyes, you get those people like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Well, yeah. We getting too far away from the norm. But Let's I honestly feel like, I know Larkin, Stephanie and I, we all went to school together. I've been knowing them for same way, I've been unlocking since I was like 11, 12. We went to middle school. Yep. Again, so. And so it's just that I think we all are in the same boat as far as, are we black enough? Oh, my gosh. Hey. Yes. Yes. Are yes. we black enough? Don't get yes. me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> hey. because, I, know, no, because I know that was something I heard a lot in school. I know that was something Stephanie heard a lot in school, and I know that was something Larkin heard a lot in school. You, you Oreo, are you black? Why you? You have too many white friends. Why you talk like this? If you and went it's to not that we just had white friends, it was kind of like, I guess I'm gonna go hang out with these people because y'all don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you know, exactly. once we got to high school, though, like everybody was kind of able to mesh. Yeah. A little uh -huh. bit, oh, you yeah. know, because we're like, okay, we finally found our tribe of black kids that are like us. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Black kids that aren't just, we didn't have, we didn't but grow up in the quote unquote we were in We were in student council and leadership, so at the same time, we had black friends that you also had a, because uh -huh. Stuco and leadership were predominantly what, you know? And, 
Listen, I just can't wait. I hope that Irvy would agree to come on here because there's so much I want to talk yes. about. Yes. And it's just one of those yes. things where when we're younger, we don't, I didn't realize that when I was younger. You know, obviously it takes you to get older, get out in the world and come to, to realize what, well, damn, you know, you we kind of did face a lot of, we did. It, it was, but we were so comfortable. Like, because it's like, it's high school. I'm ready to go to college. You know, we sailed through that. Right. But then you get to that higher level, just like, you know, Larkin, she was a dancer. Not too many black dancers. Beautiful dancer. You know, you know, like, hey. <laughs> beautiful dancer. It's hard. It's hard. It is a struggle. But mm -hmm. I feel like what people didn't realize is the more pressure and the struggle that you put on us, the more we shine. Listen, Larkin was that motherfucking dancer at our school back in the day, and we was coming about. Yeah, you know, you can like, always spot. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I said, you know, uh, a beautiful. It's interesting that we talk about dance. It's you know, especially being an adult. You know, uh, the studio I went to, I was the only black girl. Okay, so I get a little bit older, dancing in college, dancing professionally. You get these um, stereotypical parts. You know, the black person gets the short part. The black part gets the most aggressive. I got to have attitude and stuff like that. And that's not that's not why I strayed away from dance, but I got tired of being in this bubble of, okay, well, since you're black, you're going to get the black role. Okay, but I can do, if not better, than the, you know what I'm saying? Than the, Larkin, you know, the white part. Because that. your lyrical dances were always, Amazing. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yes. saying. That's what I'm saying, like, but even, what did they want you to do? Hip-hop. Okay, teenager, I'm not hip-hop dancing. Yeah. Even for a teenager, you know, just like everything, your dance is everything. I remember. Thank you. And, and we, we getting off track, y'all, but this is what happens when you <laughs> sold, uh, When Larkin, what was it that you tore um, the year? Yes. Year. Oh. yes, that was, yep, that was my junior year going to my senior year. I tore my ACL. And I just remember that sent waves through a student body. You know, that's yeah. Like, oh my gosh, Larkin. Yeah, that, that was, was crazy. insanity. But insanity. Insanity. about stereo, like typecast and everything, that's how, I, listen, that's how I am, how I am today. You're going to take what you're getting and you're going to get it because I feel like I live so long of just trying to fit in this shell of what I thought was just like, cool, and miss uh -huh. it's okay. And then, like I said, when I when I got into my mid-20s and I started to wake up, I was like, mm -hmm. this is who I am. And right. obviously when you're younger, you have to like try to, you gotta find yourself and figure out where you belong. But it's mm -hmm. just like, nah, man, like this is who I am and this is who I'm going to be. That's it. Mm -hmm. hey, I, remember, uh, I remember talking at Henderson, like this, this uh, I think it was the BAS, Black, Black Students, BSA, Black Students. Okay. And yeah, and yeah. it was like, hey, can you, uh, you know, kind of MC this event, speak at this event? I'm like, yeah, cool. And I'm talking and people looking like, and we're going through it. And I was like, hey, I want y'all to hashtag this when y'all leave. My black is not a burden. Mm. And that was like, mm. that was like 2015, 2016. Like, yeah. And I'm like, it, it hit me like, Freaking speeding truck, boom! And I was yeah. like, "Black is not I just a hashtag it on paper myself." Exactly, and I didn't know that five years later in 2020, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, like, "Dang, my black is really not a burden, but I gotta get mm -hmm. everybody to see that." You know? mm -hmm. Like I said, like she, she was that person. Oh, you can do this. You can do that. Oh, Larkin, show us how to dance like y'all dance. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> we don't have anybody to fill that void. Yeah. And, right. And you go through the day and, and bringing it to 2020 and, and back to the topic that we're talking about, it's like, okay, I got these people. They're getting riled up. They're starting to make a movement. Let me do something to try to calm them down. And, that, and that's exactly what the first stimulus check did. Mm-hmm. It calmed some people down. They was like, ooh, hey, that 1200 finna go a long way. Listen. And then, <laughs> all the way back around. And that's the same thing. Think about it. You got what? This is September, October, November, December of you getting that payroll tax. It almost equal to probably about $1,200 for most people. And they're like, ooh. But then when it comes January and they take double the Social Security, you in a slump. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to go get a loan. Now you're calling somebody like, hey, man, you know, I had spent this money, man. It was my check. You know, I spent it on this, that, and the other. But now I need help. But what that does, I'm going to bring it to a big picture for you. What that does for the government is it circulates more money. Mm-hmm. So That's all that, that, that mm-hmm. independent that was putting $700 into the economy every two weeks, He's now putting nine hundred. Listen, hey, the one thing about these taxes. Look, the one thing about these taxes is I don't care how much you make, I'm gonna get my taxes. You can get those taxes, yeah. Social Security gonna come out, but that no. does, like it don't help us. This is listen, separate. If, if you weren't educated, then I don't know what. I really don't know what school or district you just you went to when you was growing up, and I can't help that. I don't want to help it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to help it. They got nothing to do with me. Hey, that's going to give you a headache. Uh, can we just please raise our glasses? Because I feel like this, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of this conversation. I almost forgot for a second that I was recording, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, tell them something. <laughs> tell them something. I almost forgot. Now, Sippers. I've gotten so lost into this conversation, y'all. Um, where exactly where we were on adulting? Like, whose turn was it? Yeah, I just I don't know <laughs> We just ended the payroll tax deduction. Payroll tax deduction. Simmons, tell us what you think. Guap, no guap. Birkin, hey. Birkin, what's up? Tackle, we tackled Larkin. Well, we tackled Stephanie's adulting. No, just mine. Just oh, right. oh, Lord. Hey, I'm sorry. But listen, hey, be smart. No, it's no sorry. That's why I tell people it's kind of hard to put a cap on when people conversation, you know, and, and people who want to listen are going to be those people who want to listen. I'm not making content for people who want to listen quick. I'm making content for people who want to sit and listen to a group of people talk. It's not so I'm not going to put a cap on a, a conversation, no matter how many different legs it takes off into, you know, it's, it's pertinent to what we are discussing. Ray, I appreciate that. Sippers, we go, y'all already know I'm going to open it up. Y'all don't have anything to worry about. It's going to be on the Millennial Sip page on Instagram. If you're not following, you need to follow. And if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, then you need to go over and hit that red button and subscribe. Larkin, I'm so excited. I want to know, because Larkin been feisty, but she been a low-key feisty. You know, real I need a high key feisty to come out right now. Topic. Okay. It kind of is about my topic. So being an adult, 
I feel like, especially Black young adults, we struggle with mental health and self-care. Mm. So, self-care. What, what is that to you? You know, self-care, oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run a bath, I'm gonna read a book. Okay, but what is it really? Are you really right. taking care of your mental health? Are you thinking positive thoughts? Not, not only positive, are, you, are they helpful thoughts? Mm, so we just so need to recon, especially with this world we're living in, the pay cuts, uh, you know, social media. I'm getting the fights on Facebook all day, every day, fighting racism, you know, sticking up for myself, sticking up for my people in general. So it, does, it is mentally draining. So you really do have to step back and evaluate your mental health. Is this helpful to me? Is this positive to me? Am I hurting somebody? So it's really, I don't know. I really feel like that's something we should all talk about and should be brought to the light. Black life is even 10 times more than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's even, it's like, it's like now, I know you just said something that a lot of people ain't gonna wanna hear or a lot of people not gonna wanna acknowledge, but you said it. They're, they're not going to wanna hear. But let me tell you something, it's okay to be a black bomb. It's, it, that's okay. In the eyes of the world, that's okay. You're just another statistic. But to be a black up and coming female, male, and at one, I put female. Because, hey, people are looking at you as like, whoa, whoa. whoa. A threat. No matter what you do. It is a like, no matter what you do. How does she do that? Wait, yes. How can she do that? They, they uh -huh. must have hired her because we needed more diversity. We, there's, diversity. No, there's, there's no way that she qualified for this position. Like, Affirmative action. What, what do you mean? Say it again, man. But see, <laughs> like I said, hey, see, see, Larkin, I said, when you was talking, I said, you preaching. You mm -hmm. preaching. Because y'all remember, all of us know when we sit in church for three hours and that preacher stand up and he say, I'm not gonna hold you long. We know you time we three more hours. Look, but that's what it but listen, hey, we're doing so much in today's time, like that people are the onlookers, they're like, whoa, how can I stop this? Mm -hmm. How mm -hmm. can I stop this man from posting this podcast? How can I mm -hmm. stop this running? How, you, how can you stop me? Exactly. Right. <laughs> you can't. Look, how can I stop these women from voicing their opinion? Like that's where we're at. We're in a we're in a mix up right now, and and we're killing. Like people look, people seem to get uh, seem to get sidetracked on like, oh man, LeBron is in the NBA playoffs, or the NFL is back. But then when you tune into like, oh wait, we gotta we gotta we have a woman of color going up for vice president or we have this 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 black group making change i had a guy he coming on my status he said what's the difference between black people riding and people burning their nike stuff in terms of colin kaepernick the difference let's talk about let's it let's talk about let's go left so the difference is is that the same stuff <laughs> that y'all did for a decade, centuries. Hey, y'all Boston, Boston, Boston Tea Party. Boston Tea Party. That's what the distinction is. Stop it. 
Stop Stop all this ignorance. Stop it. Stop it. The hump that we got over. Y'all just said it. Every every one of y'all reacting to what I just said shows the hump we got over. We know things. Right. Great, 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 great grandpa Billy Shaw, he didn't know. He thought, oh, I get up in the morning, I work in the field so my master, I go home, my family's safe. That was normal. That was a millionaire in his time. My family's safe. Fast forward to 2020, and we like, hey, bro, we ain't going for that. No. We ain't. No. Hey, you might want to bag up before I hit your ass. We ain't going for that. Well, I quit and I leave y'all here without an employee. So, so we got Listen, my best friends would have been Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, and Frederick Hey, I'm going to tell you what I'm Frederick Look, look, look. That's funny. Listen, if I got a two-horse-drawn carriage, you know who's going to be in the back? Who is that? Harriet Tubman. Hey. Nat Turner. Okay, 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 okay. We ride. We ride. We ride. Those people in their time were visionaries. You had mm-hmm. never met anybody like that. But mm-hmm. fast forward to here, and you got 30 Harriet Tubman. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. you got 15, 20 Nat Turners in any And they country. mad. They are mad about it. Because they, they can't hold it. it. They can't contain it. If you got yeah. one black person running through busting windows, oh, it's all cool. We'll get him later. But when you got a school of black people coming together saying, hey, we ain't for that BS. Mm-hmm. Hey, shit about to go down. And you know what, right? I get what you're saying. And on this tip, to be, to be honest, I am so disenfranchised and disinterested with anything that anyone would have to say concerning how black people are choosing to act. To be honest, I'm not going to go down the Nick Cannon route and, and, and isolate myself, excommunicate myself from society. But what I will say is that it ain't nothing new that has been happening in the world. Nothing. Beyond. Nothing. What y'all want is that it's okay for y'all to stand on um, Texas political officials' lawns with your ARs and be, be mad because you have to wear a mask. Oh. You know, let, let a black person be upset because another black person was shot and killed in front of some kids or in front of That's a community. The then, then, That's their own kids. And I will tell you this, motherfuckers. People, and, 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 I, and I mean it in, in a term of endearment. If you black, then you know what I mean by when I say that word, period. I ain't got to explain it. But, and so my thing is, it's like, don't get it twisted. We not our ancestors. Right. No. We ain't even our grandma's. But we not our ancestors. On so many levels. And I see people, they post and they're like, oh, the Black Panther Party this, we not our ancestors that. And I'm like, hey, man. But you let them tell us Black Panther was bad. Black Panther was not bad. Y'all exactly. don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Black Panther's a whole reason for wit. Come on exactly. now. Come on. Stop. You don't want to cross that path. facts. The with facts. Us. You don't want to cross that path with us in the 2020. And, listen, and, and, and look, that's what I be telling Kate and Bob. One sentence. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> that's it. Wait. I'm going to speak to you as long as I can before my knuckles start to get a bit itchy. That, that's it. And that's why I say I'm going to be in the store today. 
I, there are customers that come in with Trump 2020, Trump that. I don't care. Listen, you, you can be you can be my white friend that I've known for years. If I ever see you with a Trump 2020 shirt on, we have nothing more to ever discuss about your intelligence, your life, or your well-being. Because I give no fucks. So don't even cross that bridge with me. And I don't know what it is when I see Trump 2020 written across a, a shirt or a hat. It, it makes me sick. It really makes yes. me sick. <laughs> And to tie, that, to tie that back in with Larkin's topic of mental health, you don't think oh, about Larkin, how I'm much so you're sorry. taking in. You're good. You're good. You know, as, <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. Go ahead, Steph. As Black people, you don't realize how much you're taking in daily. Now, I'm going to get a little science on you. There's, we all have this thing inside of us called cortisol. It's a hormone, cortisol. Cortisol is basically your stress levels. You're taking in all this stuff subconsciously, right? And then you're wondering, mm -hmm. why can't I sleep? Why don't I have an appetite? Or why am I overeating? Or yes. why am I sad all the time? Why am I snapping on my kids for no reason? Baby, your stress level is too high. You're not taking Ooh, care yes. of yourself. You're not shutting yes. off. You're not shutting off your phones. You're not shutting off your TVs. You're taking in all this stuff all the time, and you're not taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it really does take a toll. We have to take care of ourselves because we're battling everything. Each other, Black women, we're battling Black men constantly, being dogged out by them, disrespected by them, oppression, depression, everything. We, we got mm -hmm. to take care of ourselves, truly. Thank you so much for that, um, that topic, Black mental, da, 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 da. Black mental Health <laughs> is a very... Um, important and I always say my favorite word for 2020 is just normalize normalize yeah. etc because I think it's really important zippers mm -hmm. y'all gotta tell us um what you think you know like gee, shit half of y'all always posting black mental health what, what do y'all think let's talk about it let's hey, talk what do you really cool. think about it are you just typing or what are you really doing mm -hmm. you know so step step Hey. What is your adulting topic? Okay, so I don't know if y'all know, but the orange pumpkin on the hill has said that he will have what vaccines. That they will have vaccines. Stephanie, uh, when you said orange pumpkin, oh I my God. wrote orange pumpkin, and then I was about to ask you, is an orange pumpkin on the hill? <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh my god! I love it. I was ahead. lost for a minute. I was lost for a minute. But I, <laughs> hey, what what do we say? Hey, you had me in the first half, right? But we came back. We came back. Y'all so silly. Y'all know who I was talking about. Now, <laughs> the, hey, it's it's Halloween season. I'm like, all right. It's my fucking spice. Okay. Hey, look, what you want a latte or something? Hey, I can get it for you. Right, sure. Starbucks, Starbucks. That's your new fucking. That's your new drink. Orange <laughs> pumpkin on the hill. <laughs> yeah. hey, look, let me get that. What's your name? Right. On the hill. Right. <laughs> okay, oh, Steph. I'm sorry. What's up? Okay. But so that man has said that he will have. COVID-19 vaccines ready for every American by April. Okay. So I would like to know, do you all, 
Are y'all gonna get it? Are you gonna get the vaccine? Because me personally, I, unless I am forced to for my job, I will not. Absolutely. I am not, I will not. My child's not gonna get it because I don't know what's in that. The only reason why my child got his vaccines because I have <laughs> and I'm okay. But mm -hmm. I'm I'm not gonna get a vaccine that nobody else has gotten. You'll be uh uh. I'm not no. trying to be barking. <laughs> no. Um, no. That's all I got. This is the same political figure um that said that um drink bleach. Oh, oh, oh. we should we well, should actually people. And oh well, oh, how about, oh, you know what you can do? Summertime will kill it. Mm. That's it. But, but if summertime don't kill it, you know what I need you to do? Inject yourself with disinfectant. You'll be good. You'll be good. I knew That's that it. COVID was something else when they started using terms that were, um, that they only use for HIV. Uh-huh. Yeah. They started using turn viral load, sweetie. When, when y'all be using viral load like that in a, in a regular <laughs> medical sentence? And I, that's not any, first of all, let me make a disclaimer. I am all about HIV AIDS awareness, health information and education. Yes. I'm sure that I am, that I educate myself and that I'm well versed in these steps of HIV to AIDS and nor do I, you know, fuck the stigma of it. Yeah. So nothing against that community whatsoever. But when you start using terms like this that are basically sometimes um, culturally just mm -hmm. very pigeonholed to one disease, that's when you have to start worrying because why are you using these words for something that you say is no bad than, than what the flu or pneumonia is? The flu, yeah. Like, I get so upset whenever I hear somebody say, oh, it's just a hyped up flu. When I hear healthcare professionals say, it is a hyped up flu. I'm like, okay, like just a little background on me. I'm a hospice nurse. So I cannot tell you how many times I have gone to take care of a hospice patient that has COVID. And right next to their room in the hospital is somebody that looks like they're about my age, ready mm -hmm. to DFO. We call that death the fuck out. Like they ready, like that person is my age and they need me. Right. They need me for a hospice. Right. Like, so don't uh. tell me that this is just a hyped up flu. Right. Don't tell me that. What do you say? Vaccine? What vaccine? He said that the COVID-19 vaccine is going to be available Come by April. April for everybody. Hey, big boy. Is his ass going to be in office? Well, you know what? I ain't going to say it. I ain't going to say that. Because Democrats, y'all looking a bit shaky right now. <laughs> if you listen in on a lot of the political discussion, it says, if I'm in office. Or if mm. I get reelected, but that's where us as African Americans we should be shaking because you have that divide of people. Oh, I'm gonna vote for this, this, and this. That way we can get Trump out of office. But it comes to a hey, 
you got to have a solid number voting on one thing. Yes, yes. So if you got a, a spread just that's going willy-nilly, let's just say vote. Vote. Hey. Hashtag vote. 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 Hashtag vote. Hashtag vote. Your vote is important. Your voice matters. Your voice counts. And I've been hashtagging that on every post on the Millennial Hips page. Hashtag your voice matters. Hashtag your vote counts. Because that's what it is. That's what we need now more than ever. Ever. My aunt, my aunt just became a, became the first African American female mayor of a town in Arkansas. Your vote matters. People think on a high scale that your vote don't matter. Hey, bro, them numbers still getting in. No matter how bad they flip and turn them, hey, go out and vote. Because at the end of the day, if it don't work, you can say, I did. Yeah, you can say you tried. Exactly. If you don't do it, you fail. (laughs) Right. That's it. Y'all have anything else y'all want to add on him? Uh-uh. Not yeah. that I can say on the airways. Hey, I need to talk to you more, Stephanie, because you hey, you got that heat. You got that heat. <laughs> hey, but listen. Just be talking what I'm talking about. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. You know, I love you so much. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your hero. I mean, hey. you're my hero. <laughs> yeah, he's a hero. Shit, I need a hero. You're my hero. <laughs> every time, every single picture I see, I saw you overseas. I'm like, look at Cam. Gone, baby. Say goodbye. Goodbye, U.S. I love you so much. Thank you for inviting me. There's no problem. And I hope that in the future, it'll just be a roundabout of coming back. The topics on here were amazing. Definitely. Yes. Would love to come again. So thank you. Lock and lock, you know, listen, all of y'all don't know this, but Lock and you remember we were 13, 14, and it was some stuff that went down between two individuals that I'm not going to name. And it was a I, lot I, I'm, I'm, Yeah, it was a lot of miscommunication in that. Um, definitely. Yeah, we were young and just very, it was a lot of, you know, whatever. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, stupid stuff, but Larkin, I want you to know that beyond that stuff, I've always All admired All and love. the fuck out of you. I, I, I'm so happy to have you here, without a doubt. Andrew, I'm glad to be here, truly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Energy is just everything. Like I said, Larkin was the motherfucking dancer. You know, I feel like shit, all y'all was, y'all was just fucking popular in high school and in general. So whatever. We don't really need to. I was just involved. No. But <laughs> I was just on Tiger Vision. <laughs> no, fucking Mad Love. Stephanie Mad Love. Ray. I met Ray. Woo. Was you it? don't even remember when we met, and I don't even. Like it was like 14. It was like 13, 14. It was, it was like 2014, bro. I blinked, and next thing I know, we was going to Dallas to celebrate your 21st. Yeah, he was he was at the – well, you didn't get to get in the strip club. I didn't go. I couldn't go in. Bro. <laughs> look, look, we got the Onyx, and dude was like, can I see your ID? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> 
you so much for being on this platform. I'm so happy. Hey, thank you for, thank you for having me, bro. Thank yeah, you, man. No problem. And, you know, I just feel like he's family because of I, I love Chelsea. Chelsea Kane. Well, I'm sorry. She's going she gonna to punch me in the face. Chelsea Carr. Carr. Big cousin. Chelsea Carr. So, yeah, like, without a doubt, it's like fully round circle for me. I do appreciate y'all so much for supporting me and for being here. It means a lot. Without a doubt. Shishini what I need what the pineal. which is just thank you. I love you, friends, which is <laughs> Mandarin. <laughs> oh, we said Ditto. Seth, your goals AF. Okay, goals AF. My goals was just you know, you mentioned my YouTube channel and just me starting it, me doing it, you know, and honestly, Cam, you played a big part in that, whether you know or not. I'm like, you know what? He's from my hometown. He's doing it. Just do it. It was a big thing for me. Like in high school, I was in Tiger Vision. I loved being in front of the camera. I loved talking to the camera. And it was something that I really had been wanting to get back into. Not necessarily wanting to be a YouTube star. It's just being in front of the camera and talking and yeah. saying my piece, yeah. you know. And Cam, you know, you had a whole lot to do with it. You really did, whether you know it or not. It was, you know, I was worried about what will people from my hometown say? <laughs> what they gonna think? What my mom and them gonna say? But you know, when <laughs> I saw that you did it, I said, okay, Cam did it. Me and Cam are, you know, we're almost one in the same. <laughs> we grew up the same. Right. We kinda, you know, and I just, I just started it. You know, I conquered my fear. And, and Steph, I do appreciate that because I went through the same thing. I went through like, what would people think? Like, what is the what is people want to say? You know, it's always that you're uh, you posting a video on YouTube, or maybe only having seven views within an hour. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's just content. And if yeah. you're all in that content, when you upload it, you know that it was the best that you've uploaded. And so to give encouragement to you, I would say forge through don't don't worry about the outsiders yes sometimes you're going to look at other youtube channels like what are they doing differently than i'm not doing what are, what is this audio doing differently than I'm not? but you just have to stay in your lane and know that one day it's going to work out Ready? what's your goals hey man goals af man i'm just trying to be that guy that motivates the next guy man hey if i can get one person each day to say hey man this man motivated me to do something in the positive. I'm good. Like right now, it's the social media age, so you're seeing hundreds of thousands of people each day if you go through and do it. But my goals AF is to be better, like I said, than I was yesterday. I want financial stability. 
and I want a career. So if I can anchor down in myself and say, hey, we're not going to take no losses. At the least, we're going to take a positive step each day. Then eventually I get to where I want to be. So if I can anchor down, do what I got to do right now, and be positive for my future, I'm good. That's what's up. That's it. Like, like, that's it. Thank you, Ray, for that. That goes and Larkin. Yeah. Uh, my goals AF would definitely be continuing my self care, hey. peaceful life. Um, you know, it's hard letting people go at this age. You know, people you've known for years, people you haven't known. Yes, yes. You got to have to refocus. You have to refocus. So really just going on that journey and accepting everything along that way. So, yeah. So we're going to move right into our final sub-segment, which is Black-owned businesses you know i always want to shout out some black owned businesses even poc businesses when i when i had norma on norma hispanic norma mad love baby um i wanted to be sure that this platform represented poc in general right so when i was thinking of black owned businesses i wanted to be sure that we shouted out those other people of color because they do add so much enrichment and just fundamentals to what we call the American society. And without them, without them, this would not be called a melting pot. Yeah. Let's you on some real quick. Hey, shout out to a black owned business right in Southwest Arkansas. I'm sending huge, huge, huge shout outs to Tiffany Hobson with T&M Delights. Hey, they catering for all your cookies, oh, I think I know cupcakes, you. pies, cakes, knees. Hey, they got a bad Oreo cookie with this white drizzle. Hey, you eat one of them cookies and you hook. So, hey, if you hop on Facebook, search for T at sign M apostrophe S Delights, T and M delights. Hey, you can put your orders in, and you know what's the best thing about it? I'm way in Georgia, and she shipped from me to Arkansas. We gotta say this. We gotta say, like I said last episode, pay these black-owned businesses and these PO, these these POC. You better pay them in full. Ain't no such thing as no money. Ain't no discount. Ain't no discount. Why don't going to white America asking no discounts to you? What you mean? Louder. Louder. Throw another one, Cam. Throw another one. Right. <laughs> okay, so my Black-owned business is Infinity's Candles. She is right here in Texarkana. All of her candles are 100% soy wax, and they're hand-poured. People don't understand it. Like, soy wax is the, like... That's the one that don't mess up your walls. So if you have the candle up against your wall, and you're like, oh, it's black. <laughs> if you have a soy candle, it won't be black. It only soot on your wall. Oh, wow. And they smell good even after you blow it out. You know, you have that funky, like, I just blew out a candle smell. You don't have that smell with these candles. And I love them so much. She also has wood wicked. Um, like this one, I haven't burned it yet. It's amber and driftwood. But they're woodwicked. Nice. And the woodwicked, like, 
they don't have that same you know i just blew out a candle smell but infinity's candles they're hand poured and 100 percent soy wax hey stephanie does she have social media or anything that we can reach her at she does i'll make sure that cam has all the info hey yeah Thank you. Yes, and sippers, remember, you can always find the descriptions of our Black-owned businesses. You can find them on our audio platforms in the description. You can also find them on the YouTube description as well. In the future, I will begin to, you know, promote them on the page. But for right now, look at the videos, look at the description, support these. And like I said last week, I've actually had people support these businesses, you know? Like, I've actually... Had people tell me, oh, I tried this or I did that. So hopefully I can reach mass amount of people to support these Black-owned these PLC businesses because they definitely need it. Small business support is where it is for the 20s. All right? Yes, sir. Ms. Lock and Pie. Yes. Okay. So my Black-owned business is probably top three favorite places ever. It's called Val's Cheesecake. And there are two locations in Dallas, Texas. It is the best cheesecake, and I will put that on everything, the best cheesecake in the world. Um, his name is Val, and it's phenomenal. He's very involved in, you know, social media, customers, meeting customers, baking. Um, and he's just a man for the people. Um, I actually got registered to vote there. So he's really pushing this political race. He pushes equality. He is amazing so Val's cheesecake you have to if you're not really into fancy toppings just stick with the original but you can get all these different toppings literally the best cheesecake in the world y'all have to try it Arkin. shout out the black owned PLC businesses we love y'all y'all are definitely here for the culture and for the community to yes, our slippers, this has been an amazing episode. Um, I'm going to have to get off before I start speaking English that you all don't understand, nor do I. <laughs> like I said to my guests, Ray, Larkin, Steph, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you, this Cam. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hey, follow my black ass. On Ray two S underscore. That's R A Y two X S underscore on Instagram for all your photography content. He took my dance pictures. I remember following on Instagram. I mean, I'm gonna tag y'all on everything. But shout out y'all pages and stuff. You know, like I'm gonna tag y'all on what's going on. Sippers, you know, if you relating, if you fucking with us, you know. You can follow. It's whatever. It's your prerogative. It's your choice. Yes, um, yes, drinks up. Uh, we drank it all, but I'll say my gray goes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I gotta drink it out the bottle. Mm hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Word to your mother. Hey. Take care. See you next week.